Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Tiffany New York Pollard, the original HBIC. Check me out on VH100. Hi, hey, and hello. On Loving It Pop Hollywood, shit gets messy mm-hmm. when Monique blasts out some voice notes from Jess Hilarious. Yeah. Cartel crew, Kat and Eddie finally go on a dinner date that goes south and left. South left. (laughs) We will give everyone's favorite HBIC, Tiffany Pollard, a call to chat about her VH1 digital series brunch with Tiffany and, of course, other things. (coughs) Pumpkin. (coughs) And (laughs) Black and Crew New York Caesar fires Kitty and she's about to lawyer up. Yes. Get ready, motherfuckers. Mm. VH100, the podcast starts right now. The official podcast for all things VH1, pop culture, and more. If you haven't subscribed or commented, you know what to do. My name is Easy Manole. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we're excited about another episode of VH100, the podcast. Mm. If you guys want to get in on this conversation, make sure you use that hashtag, VH100podcast, and talk that talk with us. Yes. Easy. Lejeune. What's up? Nothing. I'm back from Mexico. Mexico. Okay. It was cute. We went to Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, you looked real cute on the story. Thank it looked you. lit. It was lit. It was very, very lit. I, we there the amount of tequila that has happened is I don't even know. <laughs> right. I can't even talk. But uh yeah, no, we had a really beautiful time. We celebrated my friend Shanice's 30th birthday. Happy birthday, Shanice. So we did phone parties. We did Mardi Gras parties. We did some like so zip line good. water adventure thing that was like seven hours long. I yeah. rode a mule. Oh, yes. I didn't see that. I didn't post the pictures yet, but I okay. will. But I was very proud of myself riding that mule because I said, I got that core strength. And, yes. And, you know, that's the position I always do. Okay. So, I'm ride all, that mule, then. I rode ride that, that mule, mule. All up okay. that mountain. Okay. He was so calm, cool, and collected. I love my little muley. But, oh, yeah, we went muley. through, like. Muley and Hemi, <laughs> how did they get along? <laughs> the Hemi was fine because, fun fact, I did go to a doctor's appointment for yeah. a follow-up. And we are in the clear. Okay. We are not at Braille status anymore. We are, like, down. We're good. We are good. So all things are welcome. All right. And All things are welcome. <laughs> there it is there. But Muley yeah, could have had... shot his shot. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to with his little walk. I was uh-uh. like, sir, you better calm down down there. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah, we went through, like, waterfalls. There was a whole bunch of stuff. And then there's, like, a gay area in Puerto Vallarta called the Romantic Zone. Okay. And we definitely hit up a number of clubs there. There was a Britney Spears impersonator where, like, we lost our shit. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it looked like her. So that was great. It was just great. Right. Overall, a fun time. But we're back. And then, of course, reality hit super, super hard. Really? (laughs) Like, the most hard. It will hit. your, Your reality will hit that inbox. Oh, oh, your work inbox, 100%. Well, no, I did have my work email going, and I was just like, oh, damn. I knew it. I was just, like, looking at it from afar, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm about to go into this shit storm. Storm, And I did, and here I am. And here you are with me. Yes, I know. I'm happy to be back, but how are you? I am winning, you know? I can't complain. Oh, she's so humble. You know? (laughs) I am winning. (laughs) That's just me keeping it posy. Posy vibes only. It's not cold. 
Yeah, it is chilly. It's pretty the, chilly. The the cool air crept up on us real quick, fast, and in a hurry. But I think it's about that time, so it makes sense. About the time to get your flu shot. Right. So, yeah, did you get your flu shot? I did. I got a flu shot and an HPV shot. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> A double downing. Yeah. So I was like, while you're needling me up. Just go on ahead. Go ahead and right. just shoot me on up on there, When did you do that? Um, A week ago. Oh, or two. cool. And you didn't even get sick. No, because I take these hardcore vitamins. I, I don't know what they are. I'll send you the link. Yeah. But they I don't keep know. you healthy. I, they keep me healthy. And I haven't really gotten sick sick outside of being hungover in quite some time. Knock on wood. Yeah, me too. Except I have. All right. All right. I did get. A cold, a, a bad cold. But it's been years since that's happened. Yeah. The only thing that will happen to me is like I might, get, I've gotten a stomach bug a couple times. I mean, but that like happens. not like a cold, like <clears throat> yeah, with the need, green yeah, phlegm and yeah, all that no, nonsense. No, 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 no we're no, not no, in. No, 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 no. So this week I don't have a pop culture pop quiz because I was living my best Puerto Vallartin life. Yeah. So apologies, but one thing I do want to talk about is at Tyler the Creator's music festival. Yeah. Did you hear what happened? I didn't. At Camp Flognaw Festival. Just tell me what happened. So the headliner was a mystery, and it was Drake. And I guess all of the fans thought that it was going to be Frank Ocean. Right. So Drake is performing and whatnot, and he got booed off the stage. Like, he left. No. Yes. He got booed off the stage, so... Tyler went on Twitter and he was just like, you know, I thought bringing one of the biggest artists on the fucking planet was fire and to have like everybody boo is like whatever. And Drake, you know, is trying to poke fun on Instagram because he's saying to everybody, he's like, luckily for y'all, I I signed a 10 year residency with the festival. (laughs) So you're going to see me every damn year until you're 30 years old. Ah, uh, that's great. But yeah. But wait, why were the fans so convinced it was Frank Ocean? Was there some sort of misdirect? Like, why wouldn't you want? I guess why it would you happens be mad? every year because one of our colleagues told me that every year they think it's gonna be Frank and it's not. It's never. And it's I, never gonna be Frank, kids. <laughs> it could one day, one year, but I, I was just really surprised. <laughs> to see. I'm blown I was like, away. Wait, what? I'm blown away. He literally. Got booed, and he said, "Like, okay, my name is Drake." Like, as if it was his first time ever performing. Like, no. my name is Drake. Thank you. No. And Tyler was pissed because he was like, you know, he was about to do Hotline Bling, one of my favorite fucking songs. And right, he and he it didn't because he peaced out. So that was one thing that I wanted to touch on because I wasn't sure if you knew, and I wanted to hear your thoughts. That to me, to if you were in the audience, what would you have done if you heard everybody around you booing? I would have pulled out my phone and started recording. <laughs> Um, which is what everybody did, did. and but that's it. I wouldn't have been booing with them. I know. I guess it's kind of hard if everyone else is booing and you're the one person that's like trying to cheer. Yeah, no, because it doesn't you. help in the yeah. grand scheme of things. It sounds like a boo. Oh yeah, like o- over all the boos. Now you're just adding to the to the <laughs> to, raucous to the noise, right? To the white noise that's happening. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Maybe there were some people actually cheering, but it no, just there all were. Blended. Yeah, it all blended together, and boos have a way. It's like vanilla and, and chocolate ice cream, right? Oh, you get a little chocolate ice cream. You want to mix a little vanilla in. It's just gonna look like chocolate, baby. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I'm not wasting my voice on those cheers that are going to get drowned into those baboos. Okay? And there are your thoughts on that. Okay, mm-hmm. well, thanks for that. So hopefully I don't boo you this week on your free cap. Oh, thank you. You're very I, welcome. I was booed one time at a um a talent show. 
How'd you handle it? In college. That? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was so cool, too, because... Um, oh, it was... No, okay. it wasn't cool, but I did get to redeem myself. I'll tell you the story real quick. So, I was doing this talent show, and I was, like, one of the first few people that got up that was, like, a vocal performer. I was mm. singing and rapping, but there was an issue with the sound system. But I'm never scared. But you needed so, an A1. Yeah, I did. Yeah, system. I did need an A one, but basically the sound system was all messed up. But I was still game to do my thing, and like it started, then it stopped, and then it started, it stopped, and so like by the time it was time for me to do my thing, the people were already like, "Oh gosh, like what is going on like, here?" Right. Get, it's a Meanwhile, rap. my friend has a microphone and is holding it to a speaker to play the track that I'm gonna like perform to, and I started doing my thing, and people were like booing, and there was like a one of those like a boo cheer type of things, but overall. The boos, because it was like Apollo style. You booed or cheered, right? But overall, that is tough. Yeah, overall, the boos took over, but I felt cool because, like, you know, like haters gone. The the sweat, the people whose whose artistic ability, I, I mean, whose artistic judgment I wanted respected what I did so I didn't feel bad and then fast forward there was another talent there was a huge fashion show that they would do at my school Mm. during the intermission they were like let's have some MCs come up and do like a little battle thing there were three of us we decided we're not gonna battle we're just gonna all get up there and do our thing so the first guy started rapping right this other guy comes up he's like you wanna go next or you want me to go next I'm like I don't care you can go next or oh so you're the only the only the only girl yeah he's like I'm like I don't care you can go I'm about to close this yeah I'm like you can go next or or I'll just whatever, whatever. And he's like, you go next, you go next, right? Aww. Maybe he maybe he was in the audience at that last talent show, and yeah, he, he thought like, he was gonna close the show. Crash and but burn. I bodied it when I started rapping. It was like everybody was like, oh, everybody was standing up, and it was crazy. And then when it was his turn to rap. He, he got booed. He got booed. And then he came up to me at the party afterwards, and he was like, I should have went first. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What a nice little story to yeah. share. Okay, yeah. Uh, Next week, I'll tell you about how I got ghosted, but we'll move on. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. right, you can write about your ghosting and your little freak out. Thank week. you. That's what I will. <laughs> I got ghosted in the DM and the me. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been up since the PM and the A. <laughs> But that's fine. All right, so we obviously had a new episode of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. A lot went down, and we're going to get hit with the free cap. Viola June in three, uh, two, yeah, one. Yeah. Free cap. Lyrica hit the stage showing out. Fizz and April warming up the house. K. Michelle on her country. Things with Zell and ever got bumpy. Just hilarious. Left the VM. Said Fizz looking done with his Bammy's BM. Had a heart to heart and a glass of wine. Just about to roll up on my niece one time. Pim, 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 pim. Free cap. Yeah, Jess definitely wants to roll up on Moni's. Yeah, you saw she that said loud and clear. she might have to roll up. I, I was Something. impressed to see Jess because we've worked with Jess Layers here and there, and I was all, skirt, skirt, what? Right. She's, no, she's on Love and Hip Hop Right, Hollywood. me too. I never knew she had these friendships. And, no, so it was very interesting. So April is tight with her baby daddy's ex-best friend, C, mm-hmm. which I have some stories about that, too, because my ex feels a type of way that I am friends with his friends. What? Well, he drew a line and said to them, like, you can't like, you can like his you know, social media stuff, but don't comment, don't reach out to him, X, Y, Z. So when you're telling people that, they kind of, like, are all, you know, first grade syndrome. I'm yeah. going to do the opposite. Right. So it seems like they had the same situation, April and C. So glad to wow. see that they're getting along. But it doesn't seem that April is not as tight with Jess as no, we see. No, no, no. They're going to have, they're going to need some time. They're going to need they're some gonna time. They're going to need some time. There's some trust to be rebuilt there because- mm-hmm. Monice releases Jess's voice notes on an Instagram live. 
And this happens often because sometimes when I text our talent, they do hit me up with a voice note instead of texting. Yes. And it disappears. So you do have to be careful out there, folks, because we do have recording devices nowadays. It's true. Yeah, it's very true. And a lot of us have two cell phones for some reason. Yeah, and I think a, okay. great, a great rule of thumb is be if you're going to be shady, don't record it. Yeah, right? no. <laughs> talk about it in person only. Let's in bring person it back to the, only the old after days. someone's been patted down. Yeah, all of that. Um, near no laptops. Talk about no, or cellular devices. No, no trust. Let's just all be good. Yeah, let's just all be not, good. Not be shady. <laughs> so April does ask Jess to you know come over to their new cribs, yeah. their new digs, which looks very beautiful. It by looks the way. so nice. Views upon views. Views upon views, especially at night. I know. Oh, with that and little fire. This is so tranquil. I was just like, I, it, it was a little very, fire pit. That actually may have helped with the tone because it was very zenny. Yeah, she was like, fireplace. girl, just sit down, have some wine. Yeah, so they had the wine and they're just trying to get to the bottom of what is the deal because basically what Jess's voice notes were about is how April would go out and about. And Fizz would stay home and watch her kids. And basically, she was saying that Fizz is just being played because in yes. April's like flirting with other men right in front of Fizz. Yes. And he's playing the fool, basically. I know. But the thing is, if that was the case, they weren't like official. So, like, if that's on Fizz and he wanted to wait it out, because uh, they they both have, have acknowledged it. Like, we weren't ready to be in a relationship yet. So right. So, they weren't ready. And it's fair game. Yeah, and if he's okay with it, then it is fair game. And then also, if they're trying to put up a universal front. Ba-bam. Right. Yeah, so there is that. And I guess Jess is saying with her and April, they had a falling out, and she didn't think that they fucked with each other anymore. So she was just like, in her feelings, it's been X amount of months. And according to Jess, Monice is the one that called her and kind of fueled the flames. But Jess is saying, you know, everything I said isn't really true. And I, I guess we just have to figure out, like, was she in the heat of the moment and just said all that kind of thing? That's what it sounds like, and that's how she sort of presented it. You know, she was she was um, venting and I was venting, but it's just very tricky because, you know, Jess is like, you know, it was just a moment, and April's like, well, now you see how Monice is and how she'll go to any lengths. And Jess is like, yeah, and I will not make that mistake again. Why? Because you just got busted and you know that this person is foul, but would you do it to someone else? Like, if yeah. you if there were a trustworthy friend, mm-hmm. would you just talk shit about somebody else that you call well, your friend? Well, that's what April said, too. Because right. she was like, how do I know this isn't going to happen again? Yeah, but she's like, oh, no, it won't. It, I know. It won't. Well, I guess when she's saying that she's gonna pull up on Monice Mayweather style, <laughs> but that's the point. Like it's, you now, we know it won't happen with Monice because you know Monice is foul. But how do we know that it will never happen with someone else? We don't, or will we? Right, we'll and not to know. say that Monice is foul, but because she, we already know the animosity that she has with this relationship and how she'll go through to any lengths yes. to expose and put out tea. Exactly. Right, and there, yeah, there's a lot of layers that are happening over there, but. Meanwhile, according to Moniz, Cameron feels like he's stuck in the middle between this whole situation and apparently is crying because he's just nervous on how Fizz or Moniz will act if he accidentally slips anything out. Yeah. And now she's just like, I may file for full custody. I do like how she delivers news sometimes because she's just like, yeah, so it's like a, a big accusation. She'll be like, yeah, so April's pregnant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not saying she is, but I'm just saying I just love yeah, how she Yeah, like, that's how the reveal goes The reveal. Down. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So there's a – but speaking of custody, 
Zell has custody of his little cousin, Tierra, because she's been living at his apartment along with Paris. And he's been reminding her, you in my... You are in my... I know, it definitely reminded me of, like, Kay. my family. Right. Oh, you're not going to... This is my house. Right. And I'd always be like, oh, you wait until I get my own house. Right. I'll let you know what's up. Exactly. When I have my mom in my own car, I'm like, this is my car. This is my car. So I'm going to let you know how this is going to go down. Fine. I couldn't even fall down as a kid. Like, if I scratched my legs, my dad would be like, my beautiful knees. Like, yeah. what? I... <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> that exactly. So Zell is feeling a type of way, cause I guess Tierra lets it out of the bag that she wants to do a song with Apple. And back in the day, it seems like he booked a studio yeah. and she was a no show. That's kind. It just this story reminded me of a, a little bit of like Love and Hip Hop Miami with Trina and Bobby Lights. Yes. Not that that's ever yes, happened yes, with yes. the studio. And then Love and Hip Hop Atlanta with Akbar and Oh My Stars. Yeah. Oh. Where, and she was like, booked, there was like, a word no you going to do? Yeah. Um, what, who was Akbar working with? I, well, Akbar was always the no-show. Akbar was the no-show, unfortunately. So <gasps> With Moniz! Oh, my stars, it was with yeah. Moniz. Yes, full circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right, you're right. So he is just truly hurt that Tierra is considering doing a song with Apple and admits that he was acting fool, was in the heat of the moment, so him and Tierra do meet up. The sit down to clear the air, and we are all good now. Kumbaya. Yeah, I'm glad that they worked that out. And sometimes I just think that this is a very important teachable moment for everyone at We home. love a teachable moment. We love a teachable moment because we cannot expect our friends and loved ones to read our mind. If you are feeling some yes. type of way, you have to put it out there. You can't just get defensive and clap back. And that's why, I you know, Zell it. has this reputation because people aren't seeing the giving side of him. They're mm-hmm. seeing the clap back side. Yep. So sometimes you have to be able to not be afraid to be vulnerable. Yes. No, I agree. But it's hard because sometimes you're just like, how do you not know this? Right. Because in his mind, he's just like, obviously, they're good now. But thinking, you know, we're family. You know that I want to work on a song with you. You know that you haven't showed up. And now that you're in a good headspace and you're willing to work with Apple, like, how come I'm not getting that same energy? Yeah. So I could see why he got upset. But obviously, how that whole thing went down when she was like, get this fucking camera off me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Those are always, I can't even imagine having, like, little fights like that where there's, like, a camera in your face. I and know. just like. I would punch the camera probably. Yeah, for sure. Because you're just mad at everything. For sure, for sure. At least throw something at it. But that, so yeah, they are all cool now. So happy to see that. And now Kim Michelle is also cool and clearing the air with Tone, her surrogate. And she's just saying, like, mentally, I don't know if I could see Tone carrying my child. Like, obviously, I want to be a part of this. But it's so fascinating. It is. It's, I, I don't know if I would be, well, again, I'm not a woman, but I don't know if I would be able to do that as well because. I, I guess, you know, I guess you can chime in on this is just knowing that as a woman you can't carry and then you're seeing your child in someone else's, you know, uterus. Yeah. That that could do a little something to the soul. I, I guess it can, but to me it feels like a gift. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's a great gift. <laughs> right. But I, 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 I oddly felt her on that, and I don't she know had why. A, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I feel you, but my whole thing is that, you know, you've had a baby in your uterus before, and mm-hmm. you know it's not great. So <laughs> it's, we learned so let that. that baby, yeah. Let that lady do what she got to do you and let, get her coins. <laughs> but I feel you. But for me, it would be a little odd 
maybe not wanting to see that person because then you want to micromanage. And then I'm like, what did you eat today? What did you smoke today? I mean, she today? had her come what, do the, some right. Kegels. Yeah. Or that whatever, that, that, the yoni. Yoni. The yoni. The yoni. The yoni. Yeah, those, like, those oh, yonis, shit. I heard that they're really great. But then I also know someone that got like an infection with From yoni. yoni? She would use a yoni stone and said that she got an infection. <gasps> did she have it up there for too long? I don't know. She oh said, also God. said that she was very said she's very sensitive, so maybe it wasn't the yoni itself. But I hear her, great things. Learned about I, first okay. place I heard yoni ever... was through Erica Badu. No, I I would yoni? like to, I I would I would like to yoni. I'm a yoni. Okay. I'll tell you about how the yoni goes. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, we got to look into that. So, and also, K Michelle is looking to move back to Atlanta, and it was great to see Carly Red, and she has her girl Sabrina. I loved seeing Carly. I know. <laughs> She's like, hi. I was like, hey, girl. She She's... said, just don't burn the poom poom. Exactly. And we did. <laughs> exactly. So. Kay didn't put the stone in. Neither did, Neither did um, uh, Carly. Carly. But Sabrina and Tone did. Yeah, they did. All right, that's fine. All right. It is what it is. Maybe because I know that Carly is also doing in vitro. Dot, dot, dot. Right. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. So, anyway, on the next episode, we find out that Yo Yo is about to be a grandmother. Fizz wants to help out Mickey, and there might be talk about an international tour. Okay. And Zell has his fashion show, and he lets a cat out of the bag that Mr. Ray claims A1 might be not, might not be Ocean's father, oh. which got a little hit in the head, oh. it appears as so. Boom, boom, boom. Over to Cartel Crew. Nicole tells her brother Michael that she wants to have a kid, even though she wasn't down for cutting a green pepper after doing her hair. <laughs> I don't want to do, you know, I just did my hair. Yeah. <laughs> like my fingers are greasy and like, no, like no, no. this, like this. Okay. Uh, yeah, got it. I, and I was just like, miss the, the, the vegetables clean. <laughs> like, your hair's not going to get a mess, but that's okay. Right. Baby steps. Uh, maybe Literal she was worrying steps. about dirtying the vegetable with her greasy hair hands. Oh. So it's like, miss, you're in the kitchen. Wash the hands. Put it up in a hair bond right. and, and get to chopping. Let's go. <laughs> Diana takes her kids to see their father, Bolo. And since she is a convicted felon and a codependent on his case, she's not allowed in. So, babam, solution. Bolo's mom is joining the kids into the prison. And she kind of has a breakdown before going in, yeah. almost faints. And Diana's like, I need you to be yeah, strong. Yeah, I need you to and be strong. Again, I'm not a, a female, but being a mom, I can't imagine living through that because it's like, holy fucking shit. Like, my kids are about to go in here to see their dad after five years. I can't, yeah. And unfortunately, obviously, I can understand why his mom was very emotional, but you're just like, miss, I'm depending on you yeah. to be the rock for my kids. For my kids, yeah. Let's get the it together. kids. Which she definitely did get it together. Yeah, she did. The, she pulled the together. The visit went great. The kids all seemed happy, and everything was hunky dory in, in that world. Right, and I can also like sort of imagine. I honestly, when you were like, I can't imagine, you know, being in that space. I thought you were going to talk about Bolo's mom. You know, well, like to roll too. up there and be like, yo, this is really my child's reality. Yeah. And he's in there for about a, a ten, long time. Ten more years. Yeah, ten more go. years. Was it fourteen? Whatever. He's in there for some time. So that's and the, he has we're talking decades, still some y'all. more to serve, yeah. Yeah. So, and then Stephanie sits down with Eddie and apologizes for the roll up. She explains her past to him just so he has a full understanding. And I didn't know this, but apparently she has a pacemaker right. going on because the stress that happened from her mother and father situation, she would just faint a lot. Right, and then her heart, and her would, heart stop. would stop. 
I was just like, oh my god. Meanwhile, I'm all like, where's the damn scar? Because you know she's she wears very revealing clothing. Yeah, she does. And my uncle had a pacemaker, and I, you know, he had a very noticeable scar. So whoever did that. They did a good job. They did well, right? They probably maybe because she's a female, maybe they did it like right under. So like it's like under. If you lift the boob, if you lift the boob, lift the boob. It uh, you'll see. We'll have to get a doctor to call in about how to (laughs) put in a pacemaker. But yeah, I was very surprised to hear that because I never knew that about her, and now we understand. I know. Because that's really extreme. That is very extreme. That is a whole other level of stress. Like when I after I watch that and I'm all like. Oh, shit. When I tell people, like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed out. I feel overwhelmed. I'm like, well, at least I'm not, like, fucking fainting. Exactly. And now need a pacemaker. So now we fully understand where Stephanie is coming from. And speaking of Kat and Eddie, they do go out on a dinner date. That was nice. It's, it started off really, right. really cute. It started okay? off really, really cute. He's ordering her favorite drinks. He's done his homework. Yeah, and we and when we had her call in to our VH100 podcast. That's right. She said that she does love that kind of thing, that the men opening the doors and yeah. ordering food Fla- for her, et cetera. Flowers, all the shebang. So I was all, oh, my God, this is what we talked about. It's going so great. And he's acknowledging that he fucked up, and now he's playing for keeps. And she's all like, well, I've heard this before. And I'm all, okay, going cute. And then he's like, well, you know, since I'm from the streets, you should have known who you were dealing with. And then that's where things kind of went left Left, first. left, 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 left. Because then he's telling her to play her position. Yeah. And then we start going south left. South left. <laughs> and once then, again. And then she's all like, well, pardon my French, but, you know, putting your dick in another woman has nothing to do with the streets. And he's just like, uh, has everything to do with the streets because I have to be heartless and cold. I could not have a happy home. And to me, I kind of, when he said that, because obviously I'm not a part of that world. Yeah. But I thought, okay, that kind of does make sense. Because if you're involved in, in the street game, you you have to be cold. You have to be cold. Not only that, but then also you have to have the appearance or at least keep appearances, right? Because if the streets know that you have this family, this woman that you adore, that you love, they'll get her. Yeah. No, 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 I know. So I understood that. And the kid too. Exactly. No, no, no. Yeah, so that's what, see, look, I'm stuttering because I'm stressed out now. Right. It's that is the truth. So I guess when he's just trying to explain that, he's also just adding, so this is where we go from south left to Mm. south now because he goes, you know, I want the attention of what a man deserves. I cook, I clean, I wash my own clothes, and I go weeks without sex. Mm. Things you expect a woman to do, and you need to play your part. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He may have even said play your role. He did. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me trying to like keep it cute. Yeah, so that's where we definitely went south. And yeah, this is something we also you, talked about on the call. We did talk there about is, this. You her. know, yeah, go. Basically, it's very rough to. You want to be treated like a lady, but don't tell me that I need to do my role as a woman when I'm also doing the role as the breadwinner. So where 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 is the line in the roles? I know. You know how are you too. doing your quote unquote? role as a man yes. you know but i loved what she said she was like maybe if you were doing your thing and everything was perfect and i have to worry i'd be on all fours waiting for you to do your business i, know, I was like thing- girl okay all fours but he just 
<laughs> Do your business. <laughs> he just got out. So, you know, I, yeah, if he took it there, I get why that's her clap back. But, you know, he he's trying to. He is trying he is to. He's trying. And I felt, but, yeah, when the song went down. But she's doing her thing, too. And so the, the, the key and I think the lesson here is watch your mouth. So many lessons. Watch, watch your man. And your tone. You should watch your mouth. Yes. You always got to watch your tone. the words of Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Quote Miss Nikki. Right. And speaking of, you know, a little couple's spats here and there, Mike and Marie. So Mike is all, peace out. I got to go to California. I got to do this weed thing. And Marie is all like, uh, excuse me, pardoname. Right. <laughs> I would like a reminder over here because I need to mentally prepare myself for when you're about to bounce. What do you think about that? And he's like, I told you two weeks ago. I'm like, bullshit. You, yeah. didn't, you're, you are lying. <laughs> she acknowledged it, though. She said, I know you told me, but I want a okay. reminder. All right. And because that's, yeah. that's nonsense. Like, you cannot tell me something two weeks ago yeah, as you're leaving and that's it. Like, um, what happened yesterday? You forgot you were leaving tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> you but better remind me. The thing is, so I, I interact with them every week, and Marie definitely is involved in, like, Mike's life. So she definitely knows the ins and outs of a lot of things. Exactly. And that's why it's, like, two weeks ago, honey, we should be so revisiting that. So maybe he that. thought, like, hey, oh, but FYI, I'm going to California in two weeks. He just thought, because she does keep track of a lot of stuff for him. I'm not going to lie. He's a great, he does like a lot of shit. Right. And she keeps a lot, a track of a lot of things. So I think maybe he thought, oh my God, she's always on top of it. So if I told her two weeks ago, oh, Lejeune just gave me a blink. Yeah, because. She's like, shut your mouth. You know what? To me, that was like, you you already knew this conversation was coming. So you're like, let me tell you way out in advance so that when I remind you, it's just a reminder and, and keep, re- keep it keep moving. It like, I told you. Like, FYI. And I'm like that, too. I'll leave a receipt. I love a receipt. I'll text you. Oh, you know So I that when know. you tell me, oh, oh, you didn't say anything to me. Yeah. You didn't say anything to me. <laughs> yeah? Let me go like, uh, exclamation point yeah, this in, uh, in our, text that yeah, I sent you. I love doing that. And then yep. Especially in smartphones, you can search what you type. Mm-hmm. And it just highlights it and you're like, bell That's bam. right. So, again, another situation where it went left and then south left and then pew. South right. is Marie then threatened saying, well, hopefully, you know, I'll still be home I'll when be you here. come back right. because you're taking all these trips. And he's all, know your place, woman. Right. I'm like, oh, my God. Now, oh, my goodness. First, so much Eddie. masculinity in this episode. <laughs> I'm like, first Eddie, now Mike. I was like, no. Oh, no. So he's like, meaning I want you to support and be there for me and da 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 So some heated words get exchanged and we know that we always love to pull out some VHASMR when shit goes down like this. That's right. So who do you want to be? Mike or Marie? I'll be Mike because I did such a great whispering man voice last week. All right, great. So I'll be Marie. So this is VHASM. Marie. I don't give a fuck anymore. Mike. Fucking need it, homie. Marie. You know what? I can't talk to you anymore. That's it. Mike. I'm I'm that I'm that guy, buddy. I love him. I fuck him. I replace him with another one. Marie. Alright. Well replace me with another one, motherfucker. Go right ahead. Mike. Blokes. Love you. Marie. Fuck you. 
Mike. All right. Twice on Sunday, honey. And scene. That was. V H A S M R R R. So when Michael does get home, they act like nothing ever happened. They don't like to fight. And they're good. We're eating ice cream. He has a little bit of a breakdown because he just wants to be successful since, as we know, his family has lost everything. Yeah. So when he's out and vulnerable like that, she gets it. She's rubbing his sweat. Do you ever love somebody that much that you would rub their sweat? Yeah. Oh, damn. It's happened to me once or twice. (laughs) (laughs) You act so shocked. (laughs) <laughs> like it's the worst thing one could do. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes people get grossed out. So uh, on next week's episode, this is a bombshell episode, y'all, because yes. Mike and Marie meet up with Emma Coronel, who is El Chapo's wife. I can't wait to see what happens. You and me both. And you know that we lightly touched on it when we chatted with yes. Marie and how they dropped some coordinates or whatever to meet up. So that is going down. It's confirmed. She is a part of the show. It's crazy. I know. Yeah, we announced it this week over here at VH1. And Mike did some a, a Daily Mail UK exclusive to chat it up about it. So we will see how it all goes down. That's crazy. Next week. That's crazy. I know. I know. I can't. I don't even know. Yeah, me neither. There we go. I tweeted at El Chapo once. What? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, don't boo me at my talent show. Just go go look for that. Um. I'm like, Miss, she's literally just putting herself out there like that. Okay, uh, moving on. Right. So before we get into Black Gang Crew New York and give our HBIC Tiffany Pollard a call, Lejeune, remind everybody how we can get the people involved. Yes, you, you guys need to get involved. And if you want to do that, make sure you use the hashtag VH100podcast. You like that easy? I love it. Thank you. And this week, we had the season two finale of Brunch with Tiffany, which is a VH1 digital series on YouTube. So good. Hosted by the one, the only, the amazing Tiffany Pollard. That's right. So I have to give my girl a call because I don't know if you know this, but her and I are kind of tight. I, okay, okay. I Just always, like, call her braggy. and text her randomly. Yeah, very Stagger braggy. Bragger to So let's give her a call because I fucking love her to death. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Ring, ring, ring bitch. bitch! Hey! Ah! <laughs> What's up, y'all? How are hey. you? I'm good. I just popped a bottle of champagne because I knew I was about to get on the phone with y'all. Oh, yes. She's always drinking champagne. Every time I see this woman, there's always some bubbles happening in some capacity. I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> You've been very busy. Obviously, you have your VH1 digital series, Brunch with Tiffany, the season premiere of Botched. You're getting Drake's Mm -hmm. dad's number. Right. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Are y'all still chatting it up? Like, what's up? I mean, let me just tell you something. Dennis is such a gentleman. Obviously, we were hanging out a little bit. Wendy Williams received her um, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She sure did. So, Jason Lee. Yes, Jason, who's a great friend of mine. Obviously, he invited me to have this special dinner that she was already having. So he invited me there. Dennis was there. And let's just say Dennis was on me. Okay, Hello. Dennis. I know we saw the picture. And, you know, like pictures, it happens. Like it could have been like a, a heat in the moment and then that's it. Right. But was it only <laughs> that moment, miss? I'm going to say right now it was only that moment. I was very flattered. And we just exchanged pleasantries. Yes, and we yes, left it yes. at that. 
Very cute. Cute and quaint per usual, mm -hmm, as Miss mm -hmm. Pollard Nothing does. Nothing wrong with a little pleasantry every <laughs> now and then, you know? <laughs> so, of course, we know that you are a reality show legend. So, mm -hmm. do you ever get tired of people bringing up Flavor Flav and Pumpkin, etc.? Because you always keep I it really, cute. I, to tell you, honestly, I don't get tired of hearing those things because they're pivotal monumental things that happen in my reality career and it just is like the pulse of what i do and what i'm doing like i'm glad that people don't live those moments down yeah. because it's almost like they see me coming and like oh i know what you've done or i know what you're about i mean it's cool like i don't i don't mind it because it's usually said in a positive energy and the person is already like smiling and laughing and happy to like see me yeah. because of something they saw on television years ago yeah so it's yes. really cool so would you ever do a show with pumpkin again? oh goodness lord have mercy that barnyard animal hell no i'm not getting back on screen with her so she wait she already spit now what's she gonna do this time try to like urinate like right. no i'm not done so you, uh, it's safe to say that y'all haven't bumped into each other yet no i have not bumped into her at all um but i gotta say like i don't like wake up thinking about that like it was so many years ago like yeah. i don't have any energy toward her good or bad it's just like something that happened so i mean yeah. i'm not like up here wishing her like the worst in yeah. life yeah, it was, it was a moment a long time ago. Right. It was a moment in yeah. time and you've moved on and you're not you're not stunned on that. But we're not letting Correct. her move on all of us. I know, we country. keep trying to reel it, reel you back in. Like, would you like to have a mediation with Pumpkin here on VH one hundred? Where we keep it one oh hundred. She's like, Sir. Yeah, because Lejeune, you were saying like people were even tagging New York. Yeah, exactly. People were t were tagging you when there was a paternity test that Flav did. And people were saying he was the father of a baby boy. So, oh my goodness, let me tell y'all real quick. What let me give you all the tea on that. Yes. Listen, I met, I met her. Yeah. We did the Braxtons. Like, I think was it like two years ago? Back Braxton's Family Values. We did an episode mm. together, and she was there, but she was more like in a managerial position. Like they weren't hooked up, they weren't like together. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. then to find out that they were fooling around, and then here comes the baby boy. So Ooh. I was like, Oh, yo, that's homegirl. Mm. <laughs> so she was, was managing crazy. all she right. She was managing all oh. right, <laughs> mixing work and pleasure right. and everything else in between. Right, <laughs> honey, literally. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> so who are you dating right now? Because, you know, I heard on the show that you got a little, little vanilla that has a little thug in them. But, you know, what's, what's going on? You know, we're working so perfectly together because it's this mysterious thing that we have going. I, I love the fact that Boo is just, like, really, like, not into the limelight. Yes. He's like, do your thing, but I'm over here. I don't want none of that around me when it's me and you, it's just us. And we, mm. we created our own world and our own bubble. So that's how, you know, because it ain't broke. So, yes. you know what I mean? I want to keep it like I that. I like it. <laughs> Stay in your bubble. You know what I'm saying? It's the best place to be. And listen, I heard you talking about, and this is something that I used to hear the, the elder ladies say back in the day. You need to find you a man that loves you more than you love him. Did you hear that advice? Because I heard you talking about how you need someone that's almost stalker when you were talking to Sin, you like you gotta be damn near stalkerish to <laughs> to get my attention. 
Oh my gosh, I am such an old soul. I'm like a thousand years old, y'all. So yeah, <laughs> I I really do like, I have these gems that float up every once in a while, but I heard a man say that before to a woman. Um, I think I was watching television. I can't remember what show, but it was, oh, oh my gosh, Coolio said it. Oh, mm. I have a thing for old rappers, what? don't I? Oh my gosh. Coolio said this to this chick. He was like, always always get a man that is crazy for you but you don't really have to care about him because that way you're going to know where he at what he's doing he's always going to be jocking you so i kind of took that on a little bit and it's working i think it's even more profound when you hear a man say it right because i've heard like older ladies say it like yeah girl you better get you a man that love you more than him (laughs) and then at the time i'm like i don't know what this lady's talking about but i don't know what's going on but now as an adult I'm like, yes. Yeah, no, you do. You need a man. Oh, my gosh, I never even knew that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, so you just profound. Right. I thought he came up with that. Oh, my God. He probably heard it from his grandma. And okay, then, okay. And she probably was like, boy, you know, if you wanted to love you, baby, you're going to have to love him more. Okay. No. <laughs> but, no, but we did see some sexual tension between you and Scrap De Leon, though. Yes. Scrap De Leon, De Leon. Did you see that? I think... The thing with him, obviously, it's, like, hard to not want to get into that. Like, he looks like a steak with some potatoes Mm -hmm. and, like, some gravy from scratch, you know, and a big old cup of sweet tea on the side. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Really good to look at, but on top of that, he has some real direct conversation, which is really hard to come by Mm -hmm. nowadays. You know, he wasn't caught up in himself. You know, he was just like this. I'm out. This is what I'm doing. You know, my family means a lot to me, my my children. So I just like the way his priorities was, you know, so in order. Yeah. I was there for that, and I was even swooned by the man, so I got it. Oh, I know. I know that's right. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, because he's just, like, really, he's, like, hard like a rock, and he had, mm-hmm. he had a good tan going, the hair, because yeah. I, I yeah. even felt the hair a little, I was like, oh, this is nice. Oh my goodness, all the elements were at play. Like, he was just wicked all through there. We all needed some of that. I know. <laughs> well, you were speaking for us, too, because some of your liners were just like, oh, my mouth is getting so moist right now. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. You better eat it right. <laughs> About what he's eating Ooh, the French toast. Part, though. I was like, damn. <laughs> but we want to know, because in this uh, episode with Scrap De Leon from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, you mentioned that you had your heart broken three times in your life that you cared about. That matters. Mm -hmm. Who was it? Who broke New York's heart? We need to know. First, last, and even middle initial if you have. And you got a blood type? Let us know. And so last four to social. Um, well, uh, (laughs) I've loved many of many of men. And uh, um, you know, I'm going to leave it anonymous. Guys, only because I'm so happy right now. Okay, okay. Good. okay. Because I'm like on cloud nine, and this one is doing all the right things uh, right now. And, wh- you know, that's so the past. And he's always working on me to, like, let the past go. Yeah. So I don't think about any other man. I Actually, people- that that was a test. Your new boo texted us and asked us to ask you that question. <laughs> really? Oh, my goodness. Okay, good, good. Oh, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, this was a great season because also we saw that Sin got you flowers. And she literally did get you flowers because I was with her when she was getting her hair and makeup done. Mm-hmm. And the flowers showed up. And I personally thought they, they were for were, you. No, that they were for, just from Joe. <laughs> Oh. So I was like, wait a minute, because, you know, obviously we know that they are not together. Yeah, which she was sort of open yes. for the first time talking about with you. Yes. So 
my dumbass, I'm like, who are these from? And she goes, <laughs> what do you mean? And I was all, are these from who I think it is? And she knew I was talking about Joe. She's like, bitch, no. Uh, she's like, it's for Tiffany. And I was like, that, that was is so, so sweet. fucking sweet. Has anyone else given you a gift? Sin was the first, mm -hmm. and she got it so right. I mean, those flowers were so pretty and elegantly displayed. Everything. Like, I thought somebody got them for her, and then she got them for me. Like, <laughs> I didn't care, because I was like, oh, my gosh, they're so beautiful. But no, like, she really got them for me, and I, I just thought that was so nice. That was and then to have her as a guest and open up the way she did. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that they weren't together. So I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I know. We like to surprise you on that show because yeah. <laughs> we're like let's, yeah. let's not reveal too much to Tiffany because let her find out naturally in real time I see <laughs> I mean, she was such a gentle one. lady the flowers she pushed in your chair all of it right my girl yes oh my goodness I wanted to take her home right I mean hello <laughs> well I mean she did date your scared famous castmate Erica Mena that's right hello <laughs> <laughs> But and we know she happy. she's happy. She is Emmanuel. happy now. Well, don't try to start rocking the boat. I'm not trying to rock the All boat. Right. I'm just saying. Speaking of Scared Famous, obviously, Erica and Safari were also your castmates, and they mm -hmm. are, like, pregnant. They got mm -hmm. married. How exciting is that? Because we were all there for the inception of that little relationship. I know that's right, Erica. Well, first of all, Erica said she's down to do a brunch, so we got we got to hit her up real quick. Oh, oh got so it. good. Got it. She okay. gonna give me the exclusive, honey. No. Okay. Emmanuel, can you send a text right now? I, coordinated. I, I've actually been chatting with her. Okay. But yes. <laughs> done. Done and done. <laughs> but the fact that you know, because we all room together, and they always had a thing. Like Safari was really on her, but she was kind of a little bit reluctant to give it you know, the emotions back to him because she felt like, eh, he's being a player, blah, 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 blah. She just wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, I, I guess they kept on and, you know, going back and forth and things like that. Do I think what they have is genuine... If I'm going to be so bold to say, yes, I do. Oh, I, I do too. 100%. I gave it to them. Yeah, because, I mean, she's not going to get pregnant just by anybody. Exactly. Well, hello. Right. <laughs> but also, like, seeing them behind the scenes, too, like, there's definitely a genuine love happening there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was there. I do love that all y'all live together. And Tiffany would make me laugh so much during Scared Famous because sometimes I would drive the talent back and forth to houses. Mm. And she would be like, Emmanuel, I don't know what it is about these woods, but it's making me so horny. I don't know if it's because there's all this wood around me. And I would be, like, looking at her. I'm like, Tiffany, these are cloth seats. Can we not, like, do, do this, in this in this rental car, please? Right. That sounds about right. That sounds just like me. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. No, that was my favorite experience. So, so leather seats next time you take Erica to the woods. <laughs> no. Always leather. It was leather. Tiffany that I had in the woods. Oh, shut up. <laughs> That's why I told Tiffany. I was like, man, these are cloth seats on a rental no. car. So, no, no, no. So, uh, we want to play a quick game with you called HBI Blank. Were you Ooh, okay. okay? So we're gonna list off some of your iconic quotes from Flavor of Love, and you have to fill in the blank because it's fun. So, oh, is this stuff I said before? Yes, the yes. stuff that you said before. Okay, I better remember it. Oh shit! <laughs> Are you ready for it? I think so. I'm, I, I'm hoping I'm ready for this, y'all. All right, let's okay, get into okay. it. This is HBI blank. Bye, pumpkin. <laughs> Bye, pumpkin. You <laughs> <laughs> started off easy. All right, little June hit. That's right, that's right. Good morning. Good morning. Not you. You can choke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. She meant that. She meant that real hard. And she still does all these years later. All right, next one. Do I look like I give a fuck? 
Because I don't. <laughs> you should have sat. You should have sat there and ate your food. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> you should have just sat there and ate your food and Be- mind your damn business. <laughs> almost, almost. Right, right, right. It, which makes so much sense. But what we've quoted you saying is because you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got two, two more for you. Uh, I'm not going to spit in your motherfucking face, but you know what? I am, however, going to slap yes! your ass. <laughs> so good. Bitch love. And once again, she meant that. And she sure did. All right, Lejeune, last I one. Did. I look better than you making your exit right now. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right, come on through with the HBI blank game. <laughs> right. Thank you so much. You did good. <laughs> I did all right. Yeah, I did okay. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Getting that together was really fucking hard because I was all, you were just like a plethora of sound whoa. bites. Right. Holy schmageggy. I mean, even this conversation, we can pull an iconic line from. So how do you remember all this genius? <laughs> Y'all made it fun. This was fun, you guys. We got to do it again. I okay, know. D- for sure. Done, done and done in person and maybe with some champagne. Honey, yes, for <laughs> sure. And now we know the flowers you like and all that, so it's going to be nice. Yep, y'all got me now. I'm a cheap date, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so much, Tiffany. We love you. Yes. And have fun. I hope to see you soon. All right. Love y'all, too. Good. I'll see y'all later. Yeah, yes. You Bye. Love you. Oh my goodness. I love her that so, was so, so much. Good. Full circle moment because I literally was an intern when Flavor of Love was on and she, New York was on the show. Yeah. And I used to watch it as an intern. And now here we are hosting VH100 talking to the queen, HBIC herself. No, I feel you because I would watch the shows all the time. And then when Scared Famous came into play, that's where her and I just really, because I was there right. for the entire filming like right up their ass. I remember because you would give us that behind the scenes on Erica and Safari a little bit and how like the love yeah. and the romance was real. It was so fun hearing that firsthand from New from York. Tiffany. Yeah, I know, right? Sorry, Aww. I'm so sorry. Just that that um flavor of love talk made me call you that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's <Ms>. Tiffany Pollard. <laughs> All right, so shifting gears now over to Black and Crew Nueva York, which stars Sky, who was Tiffany's castmate on Scared Famous. Yes. <laughs> so Walt sees his first chipmunk and tries to educate young Bay on parsed postpartum depression. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lordy, Lord. Uh, young Bay does not feel comfortable hooking up with any guys because, you know, she is going home to her son, Nico. Do you feel the same way? Um, I guess. Um, cause she's like, I guess, cause he's like a baby. And yeah, she he's said, you know. so new, you know, and she's yeah. gonna kiss that little face after she slobs some knobs. That could be tricky. <laughs> Uh, you know, at the, That's what listen, she said. I guess I could have that concern, but at the time I was just strictly dating his dad, so I had no worries. She was like, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so Teddy and Toddy make, oh, sorry. I was like, he came out of his balls anyway. What's the difference? <laughs> Get away from yeah. me. <laughs> I guess everyone else does it too, so whatever. Uh, Teddy and Tati make good, even though he wears a teddy bear onesie. Right. I thought it was mad cute. I wear onesies myself. And Donna brings Alex to meet everyone, ranging from family, friends, and ex-girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I was just like, damn, but Alex is all, we've all got exes, everybody, so we're good. And it was, it was nice to see that he was cool with that. And I do love that Holly, who's Donna's mom, Alex is trying to go in for a hug, and he kind of gives him like that 
little, oh, never mind. I'm shaking your hand. Yeah, I don't (laughs) think so, sir. He's like, I saw the tape, (laughs) bruh. So also that what went down is this whole awkward moment between Caesar and Kitty. He does fire her following the whole Ryan rumors. And Sky makes me laugh because she's just like the firing hasn't been set through sent through HR yet. Right. So this is a movement based on emotion. Emotion. This he is said. not official yet. Right. And then Kitty's like, I'm calling my lawyer Sky, and exactly. she's like, Oh fuck. <laughs> so we shall see what happens because on next see. week's episode, Sky feels that Caesar may still have feelings for Duchess since he's kind of comparing Kitty to Duchess, and Sky is also crying because he's been hurt by her. Kitty wants no camera or no microphone involved in the conversation because she is going to chat it out with Caesar. Alex chats it out with Donna's dad about how there is some tension and friction, but hopefully all is well because he did kiki with her friends at the bar and they all had a good time there. And Walt makes his stand-up comedy debut and might be proposing to Jess. Saw a lot of, like, candle flower action. So hopefully... Lejeune, cute. We have reached the end of this podcast, and I know you all have been waiting for the moment where I dedicate the dedication. This episode. The people are waiting at the edge of the seats. Well, Give the I, people what I, they want. I feel like you guys should already know what this week's episode is dedicated to. And in case you don't, let me hit me with a drum roll, please. The Yoni Stone. I knew it. I was like, it has to be the Yoni. That's right, because you got to keep that thing tight and right, ladies. It's muy importante. When Tone put it up, she's like, oh. It's in. Right. When she did that, I, I died. Right. I was like, oh, my God, that's hysterical. But it's so fascinating how anytime any mention of, like, the vagina comes up, I am start automatically doing Kegels. Oh, you're doing them right now. Yes. I see you moving You up too. <laughs> yeah, here we yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. All right, so that's a wrap on episode 32 of VH100. Please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word. That's right. Of course, be sure to follow that official Instagram pages for VH1, Love and Hip Hop, Black and Crew, and Cartel Crew. And you already know you got to have an at in front of all that. Exactly. So make sure you put an at in front of Easy M-A-N-O-L-I. That's right. And hit me with the at in front of I-M-L-A, June like the month. Boom, boom. So make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.